lot Dream Team Welcome to the Dream Team Fantasy Podcast We back We back You know who else was back? Like Hugo Bertard Stone Cold Steve Austin This week at Wrestlemania It's feeling like 1998 all over oh, again It was pretty amazing If I do say so myself Does that mean the Broncos Super Bowl? Possibly Quite possibly. Hopefully. Hopefully. And then I'm your host, Derek Escabel. You know, hoping next year we get The Rock versus Stone Cold. And that's probably that's, not, that's not going to happen. That would be tight though. Yeah. I don't think it would happen. I would sell my car. To get I, I would sell my soul. <coughs> yeah. Wow. And then we have Joshua Chowder Flatner. I'm gonna let the song play for a while, just because he just picked cause. a song. He never really picks a song. He picked this song today, though. Uh, so it, it just happened. Yeah, came to mind. <laughs> Your mind works in mysterious ways, Chowder. You made me do the test run, and it just, you know, rattled off stuff. This is why we're never getting picked up by ESPN. If you know Joshua Chowderfleetner, he's all about ass, titties, and big booty bitches. That's the only thing I know about Chowder. Mm-hmm. I don't even know his last name. Nope. <laughs> That's because you guys just never knew what to say. I just said it. I can't really lie about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, welcome in to the Dream Team. Shout out, shout out to Mo Dog just because we haven't shouted Mo Dog out. For shout a out minute. to Mo Dog. He took he messaged me about another league. It's like a vampire league, but slightly different. Which I still want to try. I think one it's of those a pirate leagues. league. I don't want to. I would never want to be the the vampire. No, I wouldn't want to be the team that had the players. I guess whatever. Every team has players except for the vampire. I don't know. Yeah, the, the I vampire. I don't want to be the vampire. That would suck. The vampire like... picks free agents, and if you beat a team with your team, with the, with the white waiver wire mm-hmm. team, then you get to pick a player from there. You get team. to pick a team, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would just because I like being a cocky SOB, and like if I won a championship off of being a vampire, I would never let you guys live it down. <laughs> that would be awful. Ever. That it would be, be a, it'd be a year where like that would people be, just went down left and right. I'd that like, would be the biggest flex in anyone's like yeah, fantasy. I, I feel like <laughs> vampires suck, but not more than you guys. <laughs> I'll never join it. With what, Derek. What's the pirate one? What's the pirate? It's one? like same similar, but like before the week, every team pretty much wagers a player. Against whoever they're playing, so mm-hmm. it would be like. But you have to set the specific position. So. So like this week, I'm wagering my running back. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay, well, I will take Joe Mixon from you, and then you get to pick a running back to take from me. So that would make games like really interesting, though. It's, it would suck some weeks, though. God, my team would have been trash. I only had like four healthy players. I'd be decimated. Chowder would just have a tight end team. Week eight, we'd be like, mm, I guess I'll take Christian Kirk <laughs> from you. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, I don't think there was that big news. 
Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians retired, retired which, the day after the podcast. Which, what do you guys think about that? Um, it's odd. Bizarre. In the middle of free agency. With, when Tom Brady comes back. With rumors of him and Tom not getting along. It's a little, wa- a little weird there. I mean, the GOAT gets to pull the strings, no? Mm-hmm. I would have think. But he wouldn't want him in the front office, would he? I don't know. What kind of front office front office man is Bruce Arians? I don't know. Yeah. Is he going to fill in the spot of John Elway type deal? I don't know fill what's going on. I upwards. don't know what is going on there. Okay? <laughs> Do not know. Um, but, yeah, I was, like, fully expecting them to be like, okay, well, Byron Leftwich is the new head coach. Right? And that that would have made sense. They went with Todd Bowles instead. Um which I think Todd Bowles did get a bad bad rap from his coaching stint with the Jets. I don't think he was a bad head coach or anything with no. them. It was just kinda He's yeah. not an Adam Gaze. No. Nobody is. I mean, he's a good coordinator, so Yeah. Seems to have the respect of most of the players too, so you know, I think overall it should be a pretty pretty smooth transition with the amount of talent they still have mm-hmm. there. Um, but any other thoughts on it? I don't think it really affects any. Other than Gronk still questioning? I think Gronk will, will sign eventually, right? I think he'll be back. Who's their tight end right now? Cameron Brate. That's it? Pretty much. Underwhelming. He'll be back. He just needs a few more weeks of partying. <laughs> he needs to wait until... He's going to announce after the um, Kentucky Derby when him and Tom are partying it up with Edelman. I know we're going to do a mock here in a few weeks, but if he does, if he's not back by, by the time the draft happens, um, McBride might look good going to Tampa Bay in a mock draft. Yeah, I um, think I'm just saying. Back end of the first, even yeah, like yeah, that looks yeah. pretty pretty good. I think they would probably go that route. Maybe offensive linemen, since they did lose a couple, but depends on what fell to them. Yeah, be interesting what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other news, a couple trades. Um, we'll talk about the one involving a player first because it's a little bit easier to evaluate. Uh, <laughs> and- the second one is in Chowder's wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. First one, though. Uh, a rare in-division trade. The Dolphins sent Devontae Parker to New England for, what was it, a fourth-round pick or something like that? I don't remember the competition. It was, it was a swap a... of picks. I saw it was, yeah, I didn't yeah. really look. I just saw he got sent there. I think it was like they I got. I it was like a sixth. I thought, I thought they got Nikhil in a sixth, and Miami got like a fourth. Or not Nikhil. Nikhil oh. might be heading out. Uh, Devontae <laughs> I, Parker in a sixth. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I'm like, I don't think he's been he's been traded. But, I mean, with how with how things are looking, it wouldn't surprise me that Nikhil Harry goes somewhere else. Yeah, we kind of alluded to this, this possible deal a few weeks ago when Tyreek, was it a few weeks ago or was it last week? Uh, we talked about it was Tyreek. two weeks, but only a week since we announced the news. Yeah, I yeah. believe I said, you know, possibly look for a Devontae Parker trade around the draft. Yeah. Happened earlier. Um, but, yeah, so he moves on. Is he the number one receiver in New England? Um, I don't think so. 
You don't think so? Who, who is their number one, though? Like, Jacoby Myers is very productive. And you still have Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Bourne is still there. And Kendrick Bourne looked pretty good his first year in New England. I don't... He just, they don't have like, a true one. Yeah, they don't have a true... It'll be interesting. I mean, there was been talks of, you know, DK still out there. Um, there were talks of AJ Brown possibly, but I guess the Titans completely shut that, shut down. that down today. Saying I mean that he's a part of their future plans. I mean two year two years ago, Devontae Parker was looking at like a number one receiver. He had um, a nice resurgence to his career. Yeah, so so I definitely could see him going over there and Getting that number one look. I think it helps him, at least, value-wise. He goes from being the wide receiver three, presumably, in Miami to being the at one or least two. one or two. Yeah. yeah. Helps out the Cedric Wilson signing. Because yeah. we were like, oh, they look dumb for that one. <laughs> yeah. But now he goes back to being the third receiver in that. They still look dumb for it. Yeah. But they probably didn't realize they could trade for Tyreek either. Uh, that that news kind of came out of nowhere, so. Yeah, Pablo, we know. Damn. <laughs> Brown's got Deshaun Watson, we know. <laughs> He's not happy about it, okay? It was Devontae Parker and a fifth rounder, and then the Patriots sent a third rounder back. Okay. So, And then the, the trade is right in Childers' wheelhouse because it's an Eagles trade. The most convoluted trade you could have <laughs> asked for. Yeah. It's a lot of question marks. A lot of moving pieces. Yeah, so... We go from 19 to 18. Give up 16. And then we give up 16, and we get next year's first rounder. The year after, 2024 second rounder, we get their third rounder this year, and... Was it a fifth? A seventh, or six... Uh, I think a seventh rounder, and then we gave them our sixth for this year. Basically, just buying a draft pick in the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll start with the New Orleans side. Do you think this has any potential for trying to trade for a quarterback in this draft? The Saints. Yeah. Um, unless they like fully believe in Jameis, then they could probably be trying to, like. They could. I don't know, just make their team a little bit better because, like you were saying, um, they could easily be a playoff team. Yeah, it's just a little weird because it's like, one, they could be a playoff team, and it's like, two, there's been a lot of talks about, I mean, it's all speculation at this point, but the 2023 draft class being a lot better Mm talent-wise. So it's weird to be giving up your first next year. In a better class, presumably. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, what quarterback is going to be there that's going to be, like, a franchise guy or, like, someone that's going to be, like, yeah, just that kind of game changer. For this year? Yeah. I think yeah. you're talking Willis and Pickett. And are you willing to trade up for Pickett? I think Willis probably... I, I think, think Willis them- is more likely to get I traded just, up for... The quarterbacks this year is just crazy because it's like I've seen Willis anywhere from two to all the way to in like the twenties. So it's like Yeah. I don't think he'll last past fifteen. If he does, that'll be crazy. Yeah, no, like teams like need quarterbacks. 
The e if he lasts to fourteen or fifteen, the Eagles might pick him. Just say fuck it. We like picking quarterbacks. Do it every other year. <laughs> that would be insane. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it doesn't make sense Black on this. Jalen Saints, but that just means they may believe in Winston, though. Yeah. Let's try to surround him with a couple pieces this year. You know, that the pick they got at sixteen is very likely to be able to get a good offensive lineman there. I think isn't that. I think they, you know, do want Jameis to succeed, but Jameis also was the backup plan when they were going after Deshaun Watson. So I mean, he's the backup plan to anybody. Anybody's backup plan is their current situation versus Deshaun Watson. Not really. If they really want to deal with the blowback, you don't have out of the teams that were trying to trade for him. None of them have like a quarter. No, none of the teams had a quarterback that they were like dead set on. Like, why is this team trying to piss anybody, piss their quarterback off? Yeah. So Well, that they were the only ones that could try to do anything. And the yeah, Browns but, realized they they pissed off their quarterback and realized they had no other choice but to yeah, Baker, go get him 100% that even way. Even before Deshaun was rumored to there, Baker was replaceable. Matt Ryan was obviously on his way out to Atlanta. New Orleans at the time didn't even have a quarterback. Yeah. No, it makes Carolina sense. Carolina was uh, Sam Darnold, so it's like... But none of the other teams were in there trying to improve to go to Deshaun Watson. You know, you would think maybe some other teams could, like, oh, Zach Wilson, that was rumored, but then they shot that down right away. So it's like all the teams in there were teams that had pretty much no quarterback. It's the baggage that comes with them. If it wasn't the baggage, any team out there would be going for them. So on the Eagles side, well, it's just kind of a wait and see. Uh, I like it. I doubt you guys will be. I think you guys are loading up in case Jalen Hurts fails next year to move up for a quarterback in next works. year's draft. Yeah. But I, I think that's what the move was for. Kind of insurance policy to a point. I, I was looking at, uh, like, there was a post with the stats of um, uh, Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. Like, at the at the time of like where Jalen Hurts is right now, mm-hmm. they're like where, very similar. Yeah, it was like they're identical. Like, yeah, same with Josh Allen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so it's like he he does get a a bad rep for some reason, but he's a pretty decent quarterback. It's just the accuracy issues that everybody talks about, and so it's one. I don't think people give him like too much over it. I'm just saying we got to give him time. I think you the, know this year is the year you have to see that improvement. The difference is is. Josh Allen, they invested a high first round pick. Yeah. Could be wrong, but Baltimore they invested a thirty second because they got it from the into, Eagles into the first to yep. get Lamar. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts was just a second rounder, and it's mm-hmm. like it's still a premium pick, but it's not a first round pick. So uh, no one's it was trying early, to be patient. Early second, too. it was early. Yeah. yeah, no one's trying to be patient with Jalen like they were these two, which I think is a mistake because. It's worked out well for the other two. I think the yeah. Eagles. It's the it's the analysts that aren't, but the Eagles have done everything they can to show that they believe in him. Was it year three that uh, Lamar won MVP? Was it year three? Or year I think so. Right. Two. No, I thought it was. Might have been year two. Well, either way, like. 
Let, let your players develop. If 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 no, no, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. No, yeah. Like I think if they give him a chance to like actually develop and like have someone other than Jalen Ragor and uh, like Devonte Smith is good, but like try to give him like a little more help, like something else. You need a second guy to take coverage. You can't mm-hmm. be able to have one guy manned, everybody else zoned, and you still not be able to get open. Let's see. We'll see if they use one of the first one of the two picks this year for for a receiver. It would make sense for them to do that since they didn't address it in free agency, but they also have other holes to fix. So it's like, it will be interesting because I don't know if they really want to go into next year with the same Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager. What's the other uh, guy's name? I can't remember his name. He was like the second. Quez Watkins. Quez Watkins. And Dallas Goddard. Like, Oh, with their wide receiver, they're trash. Yeah, so he's like, they need to add a receiver at some point in the first three rounds. guess who else I saw? We got Pascal. Oh, you did get Zach Pascal. I saw that. I was like, great. So now I get to talk shit about him on the Eagles instead of the Colts. (laughs) I don't mind Pascal. I feel like he's kind of like, almost like a Tim Patrick, where he doesn't get... The recognition. Yeah, recognition. He He just kind of goes out there, you know, performs pretty well. With all that being said, too, the Eagles could be a fucking playoff team. <laughs> I mean, they were last year. We were year. last year, yeah, and like Dallas offloading everything, having a max exodus. I don't know who else is going to. They said that they were in interested in Devontae Parker. So they're looking for other receiver help, especially since they said Gallup might not be ready for the start of the season. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb's about to get 15 targets the first four weeks. <laughs> I guess make sure you have him for those and then trade him <laughs> while he's high. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that's it that I remember for news. The only other one is uh, the accusations that Washington's withholding <laughs> ticket sales from the league. Washington has something different going on with them every week. Dude, I can't believe when that came to light, I was like, are you kidding me? Ticket sales, sex scandals, freaking emails. And the worst part is the ticket sales is the one that's going to actually get them kicked out of the league finally. (laughs) Like, how bad is that? Took them stealing money from the other owners to. You can sexually abuse your cheerleaders all you want, but you don't touch our money. Don't touch our money. (laughs) Yeah, there's uh, levels. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> ass backwards uh, <laughs> no, that's really it Marlon Mack with the Texans Texans yeah. I kind of like that um, I, I am we're going to be having a, a Superflex Dynasty League coming up here soon I'm starting to like the idea of Davis Mills more and more I don't know why he looked pretty impressive year one yeah so but and you get them later than every other quarterback that was in last year's draft. And there's also talks of Cooks being moved too, which for a they're second, saying Cleveland they want a second rounder. I thought, uh-huh. said. but yeah. So it's like if he goes, like who do they really have? They have uh, who is it? Nico. Nico Collins. Uh huh. But they'll probably add somebody, like a couple people in rounds two and three. Yeah. I I but I don't know. They're going for the big rebuild. Stash yeah. up the cap space. That they are. 
Let's go unload at. But if he if he shows decently, like well, that's huge for them. Then they don't even have to worry about it. And guess what? Go spend that money on getting him some targets and getting him some offensive Mm -hmm. linemen, and you're good to go. There's going to be wide receivers available. Yeah, clearly you can trade for anyone now. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most wild. Like it was weird that there was no craziness. I mean, there was Bruce Arians, but like no real (laughs) craziness. Happening because it was like a whole month of like just not even more than a month of just like breaking news. It was like it was like they were playing in a dynasty league (laughs) or Madden, and they were just like, (laughs) Let's see if they accept this this one. (laughs) Wild, but we're gonna continue with our rookie rankings today. We're looking at the running back position, position that uh. Might even go, you know, one oh one, even in super flex drafts, depending yeah. on people looking at it. So, uh, we will break down that starting from seven, or in Chowder's case, six. Seven. In my case, I only have five, dude. You need to learn to add. <laughs> Chowder, Josh is not the first running back. I thought you added six, but whatever. No, I was trying to, and I told you, I, I wouldn't know what to even say about him. I didn't look at him. Okay, well. You know what I mean? Joshua's number seven spot. He has nobody. It's a blank. Um, Hugo has <laughs> Tyler. You make me sound Elegier. From BYU. From BYU. <clears throat> Who do you got? I have Pierre Strong Jr. from North Dakota State. And, like, these two running backs, like, they're definitely going to be, like, late day twos, maybe day threes. Yeah, you're looking at... I put Pierre Strong. Like I think there's other guys you could have put on here, but I think he's kind of like a sleeper mm-hmm. in this draft, and he's probably a guy that I'll be taking unless he goes crazy high and to some team in most third rounds is where I want to like you know grab a Pierre Strong. Yeah, because like I I feel like everything is like subject to where they land. Um, because someone could just land in like a terrible spot where mm-hmm. they're like behind like. Two solid players or something. Yeah, I feel like we see that every year. For sure. I mean, <clears throat> Dearness Johnson is a pretty good running back, and right now he's sitting behind two studs. So it's like a rookie can definitely be put in that position. Yeah. I mean, you look at what the Rams look like, too. Yeah. Just I, running back galore. And, like, the guy that I picked, I disliked him because the last couple seasons uh, he was productive. He played linebacker. So, and, like, you could kind of see that in his play. Where he's like a pretty physical guy, uh, pretty good at run blocking, which, I mean, if you're good at run, run blocking, you're going to stay on the field. Run or pass. Or oh, pa- <laughs> pass blocking, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to stay on the field, so, like, that helps. But, like, also having some receiving, pr- like, production, not the best hands, but, like, showing that he's, like, a pretty well-rounded back, though. Like, that's what I like to see. Part of the reason I left him off my list, um, just from what I saw, was like whenever it was a he had a big play, it was just the offensive line created huge holes for him. So it's like I didn't really see too many where he was the one creating that big play. That was just my knock on him that Mm -hmm. I had. Um, So that's why he's not on my list. Like I said, Pierre Strong for me at number seven is just he's the wild card in this year's draft. He played against, obviously, lower competition. 
uh, look good in some plays. Like I told Hugo, he reminded me of Darren McFadden. So um, he's explosive for yeah, sure. So <clears throat> someone uh, like no. that has something to prove, though. At a small school. No, like or... coming to NFL, like yeah. work so, his ass off. So if he lands in a good spot, I'm gonna be interested to see what happens. Like if he goes with the Falcons, because Cordell Patterson can't take on the whole role, that'd be a, a good spot for him. But. Pierre yeah. Strong for me. Yeah, that would be nice. Number six, Josh has nobody. Uh, <laughs> Hugo has Rashad White. And then I have Robinson. I'm blanking on a first name right now from Alabama. You're blanking on it? Yeah. Do you want to just guess? It starts with the B. Uh, Brian Robinson there Jr. We go. There it is. Um, yeah, why, so. why don't you like Brian Robinson, man? I don't know. It's just like... Because he thinks he's like uh, Derrick Henry and sucks. <laughs> I mean, if it was Brian Robinson and Deontay Foreman, Deontay Foreman's obviously <laughs> taking the job. I'm just saying with, with with Robinson, a big body has a lot of tread on the tires. Like he could he could still go. Like he it wasn't like he was getting a ton of carries in Alabama. No, not at all. Can't say I don't like Alabama running backs. I was in love with Najee last year, in <laughs> love. Okay, and like that's something to be said by itself, right there. Being an Alabama, an Alabama back, that's like, what I'm saying. I have him higher. I yeah. like Alabama backs, but you also have to throw in Trent Richardson, trash. Yeah, and you also have to throw in the fact that you know they have year in and year out the best offensive line, offensive linemen coming in. So you know, there's just. I didn't see enough on film where he's not like uh, Najee Harris or like a Derrick Henry where you did see those special plays in college. But Saban changed his mindset around running backs. <clears throat> he doesn't just abuse one anymore. No. He lets them save their mileage. He has two, three every year. Well, yeah, because he has like five star recruits as his four string. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, true. The luxuries of being an Alabama coach. Yeah. Luxuries of being an Alabama player. Less miles. The only thing that scares me about him is his ACL tears. But those were three years ago, four years ago. So. Yeah, I just didn't see enough on tape that made me think he was going to be one of these special Bama running backs. I look at him as like a, just the size, the, like just athleticism around him. I'd take a chance. Yeah, so I had Rashad White. Um, wh- wh- how big is he? He's, he's pretty tall too. A 6'2", 215, I believe. Fast guy, receiving like monster, mm-hmm. could I say? He's probably one of the best receiving backs in in this draft class. Yeah. Pass blocking, not the best, mm-hmm. not not really great at all. <laughs> but well like, from a receiving guy. Yeah. You wouldn't like, expect it. That that's his upside though. I, I like I think in fantasy, like a PPR guy, like I think he could get a lot of work. He has good hands. Uh and he also did a lot of good work like uh being like a slot receiver too. Cause they would move him out to the slot and he would get a lot of targets from, like, out there. Yeah, I have him at five, so I could talk about him now, too. Uh, I, I, he's, like, for me, he on tape, he breaks tackles. He's shifty. So he's kind of got, like, a lot of moves to, you know, get free, make the first man miss. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about him a lot. 
like you said, pass protection. Not very good. Yeah. Uh, but finds the end zone. I, I, I feel like if he were to learn how to, like, use his size when he's running, though. Because, like, he gets taken down by, like, corners pretty easy. Or, like, he, he tends to, like, try to cut things back in. Or, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like he has to, like, really realize that he's a pretty big guy. And he could break through some fucking arm tackles that's what break through shit that's what frustrates me about a lot of these running backs that i watch film on mm-hmm. a lot of them run so freaking up high yeah and it's like get low put your body into the defender and let's go but yeah, and like as a 6-2 running back like you need that leverage like you need to be able to like like get down and protect your knees yeah be able to just train through them yeah, because some of these linebackers, if you meet them going up high, it's not going to end well for you. Yeah. All right, our number fives. We finally have Josh on the list here. <laughs> I already talked about mine with Rashad White. You have Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M. And then you have... Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams from Notre Dame. Who should we talk about first? I think... Um, I'm a, I'm a little surprised that Spiller's that far back on on Chowders. But Spiller is one of those people I've seen him some list number one running back. There's some lists where he just falls off. <laughs> yeah, so you want to talk about Spiller and what you saw, Chowder? With me? Yeah. Part of it, I mean this is where we're really going to talk about it because all of our ones and twos are exactly the same. Yeah. So this is where the list is actually getting interesting. <clears throat> yeah. So a lot of it, it there's a little worry with durability issues. Three years starting running back, tons of carries, carrying a lot. Didn't test well for anything. Didn't do certain ones for testing either. And so there's just, to me, there's a lot of question marks around him. Like, is he going to be, I don't know. He's it, It's it's a situational thing, too, with him. Like, Hugo hit on. Yeah. But it just, there's a little scariness of him, I think, coming out just to me. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he's very team dependent on what he can do. Um there was just some games he got shut down, and I thought, I don't know, I have to. I'm pretty sure he got shut down a couple of games last year. Yeah, what what I like about him though is like he has like prototypical size, like the size that you kind of want in your running back, uh, in like a kind of three down back. So like I feel like that's potential to probably be a three three down back, and I feel like he's pretty good at running between the tackles or like. Kind of like reading the lines. Um, so yeah, two of his last games of the year last year, LSU eleven attempts, twenty seven yards, two and a half yard average, and then he had one against uh, Ole Miss, fifteen carries for forty one yards, another two point seven average. There was just some. Also, that that offense wasn't really like they didn't really have a threat like outside. Like they didn't really have any like threatening receivers like it was just like their tight end and like 
running game, basically. Like, didn't help that their quarterback got hurt early. Yeah, but against CU, <laughs> eight carries, twenty yards, yeah. two and a half. And then Alabama, it's Alabama, seventeen for forty six. Like, mm-hmm. there's games where he disappeared. Yeah, uh, I saw a lot of him. Like, if he didn't see that hole immediately, he was bouncing out. Yeah. Trying to get to the outside, and it's like NFL. That don't work. Some of those plays aren't going to work where he could do that in college. Uh, I just see him as a committee back. I don't see him really presenting you any crazy fantasy value. Yeah, he's going to be more of a, you know, a Tony Pollard, or you know, for most for the start of his career at least. Mm-hmm. That's how I see him. I have him at number four, so you know he's he's right there for me. Number four for Hugo, we've already talked about with Brian Robinson. Mm-hmm. And then the only person to have Zamir White on their list is Joshua. I did it as like a, I wanted a fun one up there. Like just a shot in the dark type deal. And he's one that I like just because of the split carry kind of coming out mm-hmm. fresh. But even when he got his carries... He was productive. Yeah. Like uh, Florida's running back. Fuck, what was it? What's Damian that Pierce. Yeah, like he's very similar to that too where it's like, he's, uh, yeah. He's never really gotten that much. I think his high was like 115 touches maybe. Mm-hmm. So. The only, there's questions with him like durability because he has, he's another running back with ACL injuries and he did one to each leg. Mm-hmm. Zamir? Yeah. Yeah. But and that's kind of why I think he's coming out so late. But but he he does have like like he's a good running back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he was splitting carries with uh, Cook. Yeah, James Cook. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't know. He he looks really good a lot of the time, but it's also like you don't really know what you're getting. Like with uh, Zamir White, I saw him where he you know he can push a pile. But I didn't see too many where he was, like, you know, breaking the tackle and then going an extra 10, 15 yards. Mm. Uh, that's why I didn't have him on my list. I like this. He's got some pretty good speed, too, he does for have his speed size, for his which size. I like. Tested well. Yeah. I just don't I don't see him as a big play guy. That's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. But, all right. And then, Brian Robinson, anything you have to add that we haven't said yet? Hugo. Nah. We didn't talk about Kyron Williams. No, we didn't talk about <laughs> before. <laughs> but but uh, we're, we're we can talk about We're about him. to talk yeah, about on him the next one. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I have Spiller at, at four, as I mentioned. You have Brian Robinson. Nothing left to add. Yeah. Okay. Well, with Robinson, nah, like, I, with me, I see him just like as a uh Bama back man like uh he's a good receiver he's uh he has good speed he's able to break off like home run plays um we just haven't seen we have like a a small sample yeah. of like what he could do so it's like potential is like really high yeah but potential that's what that is there yeah all right 3 this is where you have Brian Robinson. So, anything you would like to add? 
I mean, I've already said my piece, I think. You have Isaiah Spiller. Anything you would like to add? Uh, no, like, I, I just feel like he's a pretty, like, a pretty well-rounded back. And, like, what you said, like, he does tend to try to bounce stuff out. And that really doesn't work in the NFL. Like, we have linebackers that run pretty fucking fast. Especially with him <laughs> not testing well. You have the yeah. linemen that run pretty freaking fast. You have Jordan Davis who ran a 4-7. Yeah, he, he definitely hurt himself with the numbers that he put up on, like, the, at the combine. But I think his tape shows that he's, like, a pretty good, a pretty good running back. Yeah. Like, if you look at his tape over his numbers, you would be like, this guy's... Pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Speaking about combine, Kyron Williams, who I have at number three, kind of hurt his stock at the combine, but then at his pro day, ran a lot faster. Mm-hmm. I believe he was at like a four six five at combine, ran like a four five seven, which for running backs you don't need to have that four three four four yeah, speed. If you have like a four six, like you're solid at a running back. Kyron Williams is is probably one of the smaller backs in this draft. You know. A lot of times the big backs, bigger backs are the ones that kind of get it done. With Kyron, though, I just kind of see a complete running back. That's why I have him so high. He kind of reminds me of an Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Um, a gimmick back? <laughs> to me, I like I see him as like a solid third down, like to start his career, third down back. You know who was that back? Yeah. Austin Eckler. So. Exactly. That That's why I have him. Did I have him at five? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but depending on where he goes, like if he went to New England, that would boost him up for me. You think? I think it would. If he was like a, in a James White role. But he, James White's still there. But so James is White Andre is. Stevenson. James so White is, is how old? I get it, but that that one would hurt me because there's way know. too many mouths to feed in that backfield. That's, that's how New England rolls, though. I yeah. know, but it's like, who had that much? Like, New England would have cut James White if they had him. No, they didn't. Wouldn't. They just signed him. They again? just like signed him. I thought <laughs> yeah, I <they> could. <laughs> but like, well, what I'm saying is like that kind of offense, I guess. No, it like, is. It is a pro style type. Just. Like where he gets, because he's a great receiving back. Um, I I feel like he does go down a little easy too, but also I like did not see that what, whatsoever. What about him? I, going, I did. What about him going to like Vegas with McDaniel's system oh, I, and I, I would you like know, that. You fill in the third down back there with Jacobs. Yeah, they, they have fucking. Do they still have? Did they sign Drake? They still have Drake. Yeah. He was a two year deal last year. I would rather him go to a place like. Uh, Houston. Houston, Houston, where you know he could be that third down back to start out the season, but take over, but could take over potentially, and also give uh, Davis Mills that you know check down safety blanket yeah. type of guy as well. So it it's also good like hearing that he's like a high character guy though. Like I mean, he was captain, captain. yeah, yeah. Like, you don't see that often out of, like, running backs, like, being those, like, uh, like leader-type leader, leader type players. Mm-hmm. And when you could get that from a position that's, like, scoring touchdowns and, like, actually making plays, like, that's big on a team, I think. Yeah, I think he's just... I See, I didn't see him going down easily. There was plenty of times where I saw him bouncing off, earning hard yards. Yeah, he... But that's me. He he's he's definitely he definitely plays bigger than he is. I think 
But there's a lot of times where I'm like, if if you were to like, because he he does run hard. Like he's a very hard runner. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I feel like I did see like some tape where it was like. You could have gotten past that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you're being nitpicky is what you're saying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> all right. Well, number two and number ones are all the same for us. I'm going to talk about these guys because they both are coming in consensus here. At number two, we all have Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. Yeah. So, like, with him, doesn't really have, like, any receiving work to his resume. Like, he was a transfer from Wake Forest, mm-hmm. and in Wake Forest, like their offense didn't even—I don't even think they threw the ball to the running back at all. But he—he he looked pretty good over there, and like he moved over to Michigan State, and he won the Doak Walker Award, best like, running back in the country. Thirteen touchdowns when he was at Wake Forest too. So <coughs> it's not like he did it wasn't, nothing yeah, over there. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he. For me, it just it's the broken tackles. Mm-hmm. He, you know, very rarely gets taken down first hit. Great balance. Yeah, he's just he's hasn't shown much receiving work, but there was times where it's like if you threw him the ball, it didn't look like he was unnatural catching the ball. Yeah, and it's because they had a back over there that was a receiving back, so it's like he didn't get to show it. Yeah, but when he did show it, he looked like you said like. He could do it. Yeah, he very patient runner. Um, you know, just kind of trusts his offense alignment to create that hole, and then kind of explodes through it. Mm-hmm. So, him and our number one the vision just—it's just, there. Yeah, they don't. Him and our number one—they don't dance. They kind of just hit that hole, go make the play, and then it's it's on from there. Yeah, I mean, you could even look. So his Wake Forest stats in twenty twenty. Seven games, he averaged five yards a carry, basically. had just He had 580 yards and two tu- or eight, 13 touchdowns in seven games, which is yeah, that's pretty good, ridiculous. Good production right there. Yeah, I mean, just five yards a, a carries. You know, that's kind of what two, you want to see. Two carries and you're first down. Yeah, and it's like this year it got even better at six point two. Six point two. Stupid. And that's in the Big Ten, where you know it's not the SEC, but they have plenty of plenty of competition oh, going yeah. around out there. So yeah, that's the land of the big old lineman. Yeah, for his career overall, five point eight a carry. So eighteen touchdowns, thirty five total in his college career. Kid can play, and he ran a fast forty. Yeah, at the combine, like, yep. yeah, he's like, hey, like, I could move as as a bigger back, kind of five five ten two two ten with that speed. He's a bowling ball. Yeah, because yeah. he's like compact build. Like that's solid. That's why he. That's why he breaks tackles so well. Mm-hmm. I think good balance. It's being low. Yeah. All right, and then we have at number one, who should be the one hundred one for every rookie draft. That's one quarterback. But you can very well make the argument for Superflex as well. Brees Hall from Iowa State. So I have a question to start off with this. Okay. Okay, so if Brees Hall was in last year's draft, where would he rank with the running backs that were that first round tier? Like uh, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, Najee, Najee Harris. 
For me, he would be two behind Najee. Yeah, like he's what twenty one or twenty? He's gonna be twenty one. I think not seeing that right now. But he's a junior, so I'd imagine he's gonna be twenty one. Mm-hmm. So it's like that alone, like with his like size and productivity, like he's gonna have like plenty more years, at least five more solid years in his career. Yeah, I think he. I don't know if he. I think he broke the record, but he had like. 20-something straight games with a touchdown, a rushing touchdown. So he knows how to find the end zone. Mm-hmm. Two seasons, yeah. 41 touchdowns rushing, plus five more receiving. 1,500 rushing yards in 2020, 14, pretty much almost 1,500 for that 21 touchdowns and 20 touchdowns. He's a baller. Yeah. He's a very complete back. Mm-hmm. Like I think the most complete back. Yeah, and it's like no slight where I say he would be ranked after Najee to like Javante because oh. Javante's a beast too. But Brees in college showed more of that all around work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good receiver too. Mm-hmm. Good at everything. Like, yeah, like seriously, like when Derek says like one of one in both regular and super flex rookie drafts, like. That's I think you're dumb if you don't if I, you don't take them at one. I think at this around this time next year, in terms of like dynasty startups, he's gonna be in dynasty startups a first round to second round pick. Mm-hmm. Like that's how good I think he can be. Obviously it depends a lot on the situation. Yeah. But if you even look at it, Javante last year was stuck by Melvin Gordon. This year is looked at as a Late first round pick in dynasty startup, so. So like, where would he have to go, to where you're like, damn, this is, this is where he needed to be. You think Buffalo? Buffalo would be the best spot for him. That would be. I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, back there. <laughs> but Houston, Houston could be a good spot because he'd be the guy. But Houston's picking when. I feel like Buffalo could take him with a late first. Yeah. I mean, last year it was Najee and Etienne that went first, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So he would be the only back that I could see going in the first. Buffalo would be a team that would make sense. I'm trying to think of who else could be. I don't think anyone really there. Because it's like you're not going to take a running back in – mid to early first round no. they're gonna like running backs are always gonna be like day two like early early second third round picks if they're good because a lot of the playoff teams from last year have a decent running yeah. back already that's mm-hmm. what i was trying to think of is just playoff teams yeah I, I mean i'm like you could throw the eagles in there but we yeah. we have other needs that are pressing before that yeah, but if it's best player available and he they determine he is our Morionic GM. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Do you want to buy Miles Sanders for me? <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo would be a good spot. Houston would be a good spot. I don't believe in Moster in Chase Edmonds enough to think that if he went to Miami, that wouldn't be a good spot for him. Yeah. Atlanta. Um Atlanta would be nice. I want to see him go to Buffalo. Buffalo just would be premium. Yeah. It just helps out both. Like, the amount of help it gives Buffalo. 
I mean, because it's like right now they signed Duke Johnson, and they still got Singletary. Singletary is not a bad back, but adding Brees Hall would just be kind of a game changer for them. I know, and like last year, Zach Moss, like people were like, he'll he's gonna be there, he's gonna be the guy, and he didn't do shit. Was not the guy <laughs> at all. I'm trying to think where else would he be a good spot. Tampa Bay would have been a great spot before they re-signed mm-hmm. Leonard. Yeah. Uh, Casey, do you question well, Clyde Edwards-Alaire's durability? But they just signed Ronald Jones. Oh, yeah, I, did, I forgot about well, that you, one. Well, you never really know, too, because it's like Jacksonville last year. Mm-hmm. They have a fucking running back rookie making $0, basically. And they're just like, well, let's go spend a first-round pick over here. True. So it's like any team could honestly do that, too. Yeah, you would think you know, there's certain teams that wouldn't. You just never know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any team that has a running back on, like, one like last year of their deal that they could potentially. I was going to say Seattle, but they just signed. Penny was one-year deal, though, I think. Yeah. But they probably have other needs as well before they... I mean, they didn't invest enough draft capital. San Francisco could look at him. Yeah. Like Elijah Mitchell for as good as he was last year. Like, imagine putting a, a actual running back over there. I would just... I would lose my shit with San Fran if they did that. I mean, they bring in running backs like nothing, though, mm-hmm. over there. Like... It's, it's, a, it's one thing when it's like, you know... Of what they they picked him second, right? Who? Uh, San Fran, the first sermon, they picked him in the second or third? I think it was third. And then they picked Mitchell in the sixth. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. I just don't see them picking another running back but it's higher. The, it's the whole thing with James Robinson. Like, he performed great. They still took ETN in the first. Like, if you didn't invest that draft capital, we could find someone better than you. Yeah. So. I don't know. But Brees Hall's a stud. That, but that's what makes the draft this year, like, so fucking interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> next year, or next year, next week we'll be breaking down the receivers, the best position group for this year in terms of fantasy. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll be looking at them, giving you insight on what you need to be looking for. Who It'll be interesting to see where our differences lie with that one. Yeah, I already know Chowder hates Olave, so. <laughs> Call him right. It's Olive, Olive Garden. <laughs> I know, like, 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 I did, like, a, uh, a early, like, when we were looking at receivers. Yeah. And I, but I feel like I'm going to end up diving diving back in and, like, dissecting a little bit more. See, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have a different top seven or whatever we're doing. <laughs> Can we clarify? <laughs> What are we clarifying here? The number of receivers we're talking about. Eight to ten. Eight to ten chowder. chowder. If you can get ten, get ten. Okay. So prepare. Prepare. For a little bit extra. Prepare. Expect the unexpected chowder. All right. Anyways, we're going to get into... I have eight. Our dream team. Oh, nice. You already got eight. Add two more to that list. Alright. But yeah, we're going to get a dream team here. I'm getting worried. 
I'm I'm very sorry I'm backed up but I'm getting the fanciest phone I've ever had in my life this week so I will be more social media ready coming up here uh, but this week we are doing Nickelodeon cartoon dream team with the caveat that you are not allowed to draft anybody with like superpowers or anything like that so no no fairly odd parents for chowder no danny phantom no ang from avatar no ninja turtles you're killing me smalls i know i'm killing you but you're killing me smalls it is what it is oh shit it's gonna be tough uh, I gotta choose the order, right? No. You just get the first pick. I get the first pick? Yeah. Alrighty. The order was determined already. Oh, what the hell just happened? So, Nickelodeon characters is what we are going with. Okay, what what are we picking, though? What do you mean? What are we picking? So it's position. Are we doing a coach? I kind of like the coaches. All right, we'll do a coach then. <laughs> I kind of like the coaches. <laughs> we can do a coach. Add a coach in here. Alrighty. All right, so we are gonna go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, and coach. Could you throw on some "Love Me Sexy" in the background, or are we just playing Rugrats? We're gonna play the Rugrats. Okay. Sorry, I, do, I know my pick. We, we do just... not own the rights to the Rugrat song. I just want to throw that out there. If you know it, then let's get to it. I'm sorry. Can we? You're not getting to it, Chowder. I know. Oh, okay. First pick. We're going to go. Wide receiver. Goddard. Goddard. The metal dog from Jimmy Neutron. (laughs) That can fly and do anything. Can you tell me how to spell that? G-O-D-D-A-R-D. Alright. You got pick number two? Yeah. I'm going to take a coach here. Just because I'm scared that Hugo would take this person from me. I know you're. I'm going, going coach. I'm going to take Tito from Rocket Power. Where else would you put him? <laughs> exactly. Tito was my boy, man. I know. That's why I knew I had to take him. All right. I think at running back, I'm going to put Sandy back there from Spongebob. Oh, damn it. That was literally going to be my next pick. Sandy Cheeks. I'm stuck on my quarterback. Like, I'm going Arnold, that quarterback. You're you, going Arnold? You have a football as the shape of your head. You should be able to be a good quarterback. He's a leader. Okay. Give me Hey Arnold. Alright, I'm going to go at quarterback Aang from Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) This one. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, who do I want to go? 
it's hard when, when you can't pick someone that has like a power. I know. <laughs> Especially when you're talking cartoons. <laughs> I'm gonna go quarterback. This one's gonna be a little It's gonna be a little out of the ordinary here. But he does have a different version of him, okay? And at quarterback I'm going Tommy Pickles. This guy knows how to lead a team. He could lead a team. He could he has a stew driver in his exactly. in his diaper. He knows where to be. Okay? He knows where to lead the guys. You kind of look like Tommy Pickles. A little bit. So he does have the the Rugrats all grown up in case he wanted to, to argue that he's a baby. I would go with baby but Tommy. Maybe. Alright. Chowder, it's up to you. Two picks. Two picks. Yep. Alright, we're gonna go with uh the tight end position here. I swear if you take my tight end. I'm just gonna go we're gonna go with Pearl. Oh, okay. Damn, Pearl. Name a better tight end out there. <laughs> it's a she, fucking whale. Does she have hands? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Definitely has hands. She has pom pom. She okay, carries. And they like quarterback. You're going Caillou. Huh? Huh? Caillou. Caillou. Be a bad quarterback. We're going to go with running back of Otto. From Rocket Power? From Rocket Power. Okay. Okay. I had a few, but now I'm, now I'm questioning what I want to do. All right. I'll go with it. I'm going tight end here. And I'm taking Larry the Lobster. Larry the Lobster? Yeah. Damn, that was a good... Dang it. I would go with Eugene Krabs over him. <laughs> He's all muscle, man. Eugene Krabs is going to complain about a contract the very next yeah. year. <laughs> He's going to complain about spending too much money. Fuck. Alright, I'm debating my coach. Okay. Damn it. I'm going to go with Jimmy Neutron as my coach. Jimmy Neutron? I mean, he could scheme up some shit. Probably could. I probably would have went with his dad, though. He, he could. Guys, want to know who I was thinking of? I don't think you guys are going to pick him, but who was my other coach option? Who? Was fucking Mr. Steve. Oh. From Blue's Clues. I mean, he's not a cartoon, but I would have allowed it. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> I would right. have allowed it. So, I have my back-to-back pick, though, right? Yep, you do have another pick here. At receiver, I'm going Boots from Dora. Oh. Boots? Boots. Okay. Boy could get up. All right. I'll go receiver here, then. I'm going to take Gerald from Hey Arnold. The best thing about Gerald is his hair. That's all I need, man. Yeah, so that's what you're saying. All right, back-to-back picks for you. Chowder, you are looking for a quarterback, defense, and coach. Yeah. 
Alrighty, we're gonna go with Coach Plankton. Oh. And then at defense, we're gonna go with Swiper. I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking about Swiper. Decided to go against it though. Alright, I'm looking for a running back and a defense. Can I take Keenan from all that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, why is this messing up here? Can I pass? No, Derek. Oh, I can't pass. I'm just glad I'm searching for one last position. I mean, Caillou's out there, Derek. Caillou is out there. Um, I'm going to take a running back here. I can't think of his name right now. Who is it? Was the little wild kid from the Thornberries? Oh. I don't know. I don't remember either. All right, well, I'm taking him. I'll look it up here. Look it up, Derek. So I got... What do I have to end my, my shit? I'm going Donnie Thornberry. Donnie Thornberry. Donnie Thornberry. Fuck. Uh, I have tight end and defense, right? That is correct. All right. Tight end, I'm going Peppa Pig. Peppa? If you look up Peppa Pig, I'm pretty sure... Look up, just look up Peppa Pig real quick. Real quick. Why do I gotta look up Peppa just Pig? Just look it up. What am I looking up? How, how tall is Peppa Pig? Just look that up. <laughs> Peppa Pig height. <laughs> the first thing is Peppa Pig height has the internet freaking out. <laughs> yeah, so let people know. Uh. I, that one doesn't work, but um, there's one that says, is Peppa Pig actually seven feet tall? Yeah. Google showed that Peppa is over seven feet tall. That's my tight end, dog. <laughs> and Have you seen her hands? <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Giving me shit about Pearl. Fuck, defense is fucking hard. Yeah, it is. That's where I'm left with. I'm done. I just need you guys to get to me. I'll just go... No, that, that's not good. That's not good. This one's a little bit could, harder. Uh, Could I go... Uh... No, that's not good either. Just give me a second. I'm not giving you a second.
could I do someone that might have had powers at some point and is a duo like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy as my defense? <laughs> the old version. We'll allow that one. <laughs> that'll be that'll be my defense. Oh man, defense is too hard, man. I know. I'm gonna go with someone who's who's pretty good at defense. Might be a little a little undersized, but I'm gonna go Sam the Squid. Yeah, he was a goalie. Yeah. So he has defense in his in his blood. Yep. All right, you gotta close this out with a quarterback. Is anybody? I don't think anybody has Doug Funny. Nope. Perfect. Can I get a? I, I want a question. Can I get my defense redone? Draft is done, buddy. Damn it! Sorry. Who are you thinking at defense? Reptar. We all fucked up. Having a dinosaur. At, uh-huh. Chowder hasn't picked a dinosaur yet. Yeah. I'm pissed about team. that. I'm pissed. I just thought of Reptar. Didn't he pick Rex? No. No. You picked Rex. I picked Rex. Oh. <laughs> all right. Our teams look like Joshua has. Quarterback, Doug Funny. Running back, Otto. Wide receiver, Goddard. Tight end, Pearl. Defense, Swiper. Coach, Plankton. Very odd team there. Hey, but Coach Plankton, has Plankton ever won anything in his life? Has not. He's going to be too worried about stealing the other team's playbook. Not going (laughs) to worry about his game plan. (laughs) He's good at plans. What are you talking about? He's got plans A to Z. He has all the plans, but... Do they work? Well, he's got people to execute now. My he was team. just not a good executor. At quarterback, Tommy Pickles. Running back, Donnie Thornberry. Wide receiver, Gerald from Hey Arnold. Tight end, Larry the Lobster. Defense, Sam the Squid. And coach, Tito. I like the coach. That's, that's, that's the best. Derek's only size he has on his team is uh, Larry, Larry Lobster. the Lobster. The rest of them are like two feet tall Speed and they're going to get smashed. kills. Larry the Lobster has like no mobility though. He can't pick up his, like his arms over his shoulders. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, he's, he's a bodybuilder. He's basically Gronk. He's All he basically could do is Arnold. Press. He's, All he could do is shoulder press. He's and that's basically it. Gronk. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hugo's team quarterback Arnold from Hey Arnold. Running back Sandy Cheeks. Wide receiver Boots. Tight end seven foot Peppa the Pig. <laughs> Defense Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. And coach Jimmy. Neutron. I had I had another coach, but I had to take Tito. Who were you? Thinking? I was gonna go Grandpa Lou. I thought about him too. So I thought Plankton was better. Definitely was not. Definitely is. It was it was hard as fuck picking like. You should have went with Mr. Krabs. He got freaking uh, SpongeBob to work for free. <laughs> that man is good at convincing. Right? He's a good negotiator. Yeah. I don't want him as my GM. He's going to fight about money. We didn't have to freaking have a GM. We just I didn't <laughs> want him to have my head coach. He was going to quit. <laughs> as soon as he found out, the quarterback was making more than he was. <laughs> All right. What do you guys got to say before we head out of here? Peppa Pig, best tight end in the this draft. This is the most ridiculous one I think we've done so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty, pretty ridiculous here. Um, but fun, you know. That was a hard one. That was I didn't like it, but you know, it is what it is. Alright, next week, like you said, we will be back with a wide receiver preview for the rookies. 
um, another dream team, and we'll be going over any news that may or may not happen. Look for it tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be some news. Yeah. Wednesday morning. DK Metcalf gone tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't know what that noise is, but I like it. Is it Jimmy Neutron? Is Jimmy Neutron thinking plays up? I'm telling you, I would have went with his dad. (laughs) I have the whole point of Jimmy Neutron and his dog. No one even remembers the dog. Clearly you don't, but you're an idiot. (laughs) I would have went with Dinkleberg. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we can get out of here, though. Uh, Love you guys. Peace out. Peace.